Hey, beautiful mama, and welcome to Bell and Beyond. I'm your podcast host, Katie, a mama of one little legend, Hunter, and we have been on the most wild health journey ever. My son was born and diagnosed with a cleft lip, and I want to share with you how I was empowered through it all. This podcast is for mums or soon-to-be mums and dads. Feel free to jump in too. It's a place to debunk the many motherhood myths that leave us feeling confused, lost, and misguided. I want you, mama, to walk away from every episode feeling empowered and educated to make choices that feel right for you and your family. My heart is to see mamas connecting back to their roots and being exposed to ancient wisdom with modern day education. I'll be bringing you open and real conversations around topics we are not talking about enough with people passionate about seeing you, mama, thrive from the belly and beyond. Hey girls, mamas, ladies out there. I'm really excited for today's episode with someone I got to catch up with about three and a half years ago prior to the whole mum life, Tegan Martin. We met online super randomly and caught up in the local area in the eastern suburbs back in the day when we were both living there before she moved on to Victoria to pursue other career goals. And she's just real, honest, down to earth, a solid Aussie chick. And I've always been super inspired by her. To me, she's always been a yes girl. She says yes to amazing opportunities. She stays faithful and believes things are possible. I've just seen her in the last three and a half years just go from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. And she's always someone that I see smiling, just giving life a real go. What you see is what you get. She's this 50% glam, amazing, taking on all these opportunities in the, her career space, hosting on the recent Melbourne Cup to being the ambassador for Kia and just doing all these really cool things. And now she stepped into another one of her career goals, which is the health and wellness space. And she's just launched her own TV show called Naturally Living with Tegan Martin. It's airing on Saturday mornings and it's just so exciting to see her follow her dream and passion for health and wellness. She is a certified health coach. She's a personal development enthusiast and a fresh-faced blonde. Um, and she's careful to use her platform in a way that empowers her devoted following, advocating the importance of wellness, self-love, and the power of positive thinking. She might turn hands wherever she goes, but Tegan Martin has stayed true to herself from the get-go, and this may well explain why Australia can't get enough of her. So I'm really excited for you to hear from her today. She's going to be sharing a little bit more about her joyful practices, how she's moved forward in this particular season, how she's traveling between places and starting some new adventures. So yeah, let's get right into it with Tegan Martin. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Bell and Beyond. I'm very excited today. I've got a good friend here, Tegan Martin, and she's someone I've always seen as a bit of a joy bringer, brings the light, keeps it real. So welcome, Tegan. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks. Lovely. What a beautiful intro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us a little bit where you're at in life and just a fave joyful activity that you're doing in this season. Oh, where am I at? Well, location-wise, I'm in Melbourne, which is never great for my positive energy because I like the sun. <laughs> but it has been really sunny here for the last 48 hours um, and I have just shifted into a whole new gear of happiness. I can't describe what the sun does for my happiness. Like it's just is everything to me. So I got up this morning did a radio interview really early and then I went for a walk and I had no jumper on and I was walking through the park and I was just like, how good is life? Um, but yeah, so 
Long story short, I do like to travel around a lot to chase the sun. I've got a place in Newcastle, as I was just speaking to you offline about, and then I spent some time here. But at the moment, I am filming a show here. So I always just try and make the best out of where I am, whether that be connecting with like-minded people or keeping my diet. You know, people say you can't have salads and fruit smoothies and stuff in Melbourne. And I'm like, well, you can, it's really, you're in a heated house. Like, so yeah, I just do whatever I need to based on wherever I am to bring the joy. Um, at the moment, one thing I love doing is just getting up and putting some music on. I am picking like a song for the week that I'm really into. And I just blast it and just sing and dance around the house. It is so therapeutic, but you get over the song after a week of playing the same song. So you've got to choose a new song every week. <laughs> All right, I got a song for you. Look up Joy by Volley okay. K. It's literally. Oh my God, I'm sure that someone else has told me about this song. Really? I think I, I did this- even written it. In my notes. I recently interviewed him. He's an absolute bloody legend. And wow. he's committed to bringing the joy. Literally, that's what he's I love calling that. music. But and just, music does bring the joy for a lot of people. Yeah, and you can do it anywhere, anytime. No one can take that away from you. Like, it's the Absolutely. best. Anyway, add it in the morning on a day when you're having a funk because basically the lyrics are, no one can steal my joy in the morning or the evening. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Music is everything for me. I, music and sun and I'm a happy girl. <laughs> you mentioned that in this season you've just been connecting with like-minded people and just trying to find the joy in the everyday depending on whether you're in rainy, cold Vic or in sunny Newcastle. Mm-hmm. What else have you been doing in this season as an entrepreneur and like with your business and your career path to, I guess, not let the season get you down and just stay Mm. focused on the positive things that you're doing in your work? That's a really interesting question. I think that when COVID first happened and the likelihood hood of us losing our work was on the horizon. It was like, you know, we're starting to hear things like things are shutting down and there won't be work for many industries. I did have a moment of, holy crap, what am I going to do? And I did sit with that. And I do let myself sit with those emotions momentarily, but I always, no matter what it is in regards to, I always snap myself out of it after I've just had a little moment to process it. So in this particular case, I remember it vividly. I mean, it was only last year, but it feels like forever ago, doesn't it? When, you know, I was chatting to my agent and we were talking about how we were going to approach the next few months of not being able to go out because I am heavily reliant on emceeing events, being at events, being a spokesperson for big brands at key events like the Australian Open or the Melbourne Cup or whatever it may be. So it's affected me a lot more than it did other talent who at my agency who are, you know, primarily social media influencers. And for them, they have just had to change what they do at home. They they are doing their content at home instead of doing it out and about. So it did affect me more than other people that are sort of in my industry that I'm in the same boat as, but not. Um, and I did have to stop and process that and think, okay, well, I'm a little bit different to other people with my agents. So what am I going to do to pull myself through this mentally? One thing that's always been that was good for me is that I've always saved for a rainy day and everyone has always my one of my ex-partners who I'm still friends with always used to give me 
grief about how like he'd be like oh my god what are you doing saving for that rainy day it was actually really funny he messaged me during COVID and he was like oh wow <laughs> now the rainy days come and you were right and I was just laughing but yeah I've always been a good saver so I was really lucky to be not financially too stressed but in saying that everyone's money's going to run out if COVID lasts for six years. So I did have to stop and go, okay, how am I going to approach this? And I pivoted my online content to being more in line with what I really love. And I do a lot of work in a lot of different industries. I speak to the motor industry with cars, with my ambassadorship with Kia, and then just so many different industries that, that I can speak to and that I love and that I really enjoy being a part of working with them. But my number one interest and passion is health and wellness. And so I was really able to create the space to start channeling like the work that lights me up every day. And I was posting yoga content and cooking content and meditation content and, you know, content for people around how to, how I manage my anxiety. And it was really fulfilling because that was sort of stuff that I only got to when I had spare time. And all of a sudden I was able to do what I wanted with my business. And that was really, yeah, that was really great because as with anything, you put a little bit of effort into something and you stick at it unpaid. And then one day you get a phone call and something switches up and all of a sudden you're making money from that. So it was really interesting. I was sort of putting that content out unpaid for a few months there and it was COVID and nothing was changing. And I was kind of like, Oh, haven't had much coming in a while. And then one day I got a call from my agent saying this amazing jobs come through. It's a health brand. They really want to work with you. They want you to use their product in one of your cooking segments, Tegan's treats, which was a little, um, segment that I created as an IGTV segment during my all my spare time and I just thought to myself wow like this is a real thing like what COVID has done has allowed people to create the space to realize what it is that they really want and there's not many times when we're just going through the motions in the fast-paced normal world where you've got that space to really drop into figuring out what is most aligned to you. Yeah, I love that one. I feel like when I've always thought of you, there's these two sides to you. There's this like career boss woman that's doing these opportunities. And I know Melbourne Cup, correct me if I'm wrong, was like like a dream career goal. And like you succeeded in that. And that was amazing to be the ambassador for that. And that was probably like a tick. But then there is this cheeky, silly, fun, natural, like cooking you're in the kitchen, you've got your big messy ponytail and you're just like, oh, whatever, mate, here's my bowl. Like, Literally. I you've got those two sides. And I, I wonder, like, sometimes in your career, can you get boxed in? And you're like, no, there's more to me and there's other things I love. So mm. it's kind of by following your heart and having fun and just playing, someone saw that and was like, hey, yeah. hang on a minute here. This could really be a thing. We hadn't yeah. seen her in this light before or whatever. So Yeah, she looks like she can somewhat cook. <laughs> And that's something I hadn't put a lot out there in that sort of genre before. I, I didn't really have time to cook before before COVID hit. So I, I did it for dinner time, but I'm not sure if you guys are aware, filming a step-by-step cooking thing is not the same as just whipping it up and throwing in whatever tastes good at night when you're cooking for your families. It became, yeah, it was just really cool to have all that time to stop film every ingredient that went into my bowl and start showing people that this is something I really love and I'm actually quite good at it and you know maybe I could get paid um to to do it (laughs) 
And at the end of the day, whatever you create cooking-wise, just stick colourful fruit on top and (laughs) and you can make anything look good. Absolutely. There's those those key rules. I think I started Googling like food styling at one point. So it was like, I think I'm really uh, needing to upgrade my finished products. (laughs) Seriously. And look, I'm a retired chef and even I make food at home and James is like, man, that doesn't look good. I'm like, everything has to look good to taste good, you know. It's all about the taste. It's all about grandma's old school, you know, something like a bowl of crap and it's literally the most delicious thing you've ever eaten. So food styling is actually a full art. Like it's not that easy. And food photographers actually like have to stay in that lane. Like it's full commitment. to. I I know I've been on set for a few things and I'm like, wow, there is a real art to this. And yeah, it's probably not one that I'm going to tackle. (laughs) If I ever make a cookbook, I will be getting a food stylist. Legit, I love that. Okay, so tell us a little bit bit about your morning routine because you're in different Mm -hmm. locations and much of your life could be quite inconsistent and you're trying to Mm -hmm. keep consistency in your day-to-day just to stay in a good mindset and be positive. What are some of the key things you do every single day that just keep Mm -hmm. Tegan Tegan? (laughs) Yeah, so hopefully this isn't a boring one or a standard one, but I it's non-negotiable for my hot lemon water and I did have stages um, where I used to just wake up and have my coffee first thing. And it's actually funny when you get into the habit of doing something like waking up and instantly thinking, well, the first thing I have to do before I do anything is have my lemon water. All of a sudden you start to look forward to that instead of the coffee. So that's been a really big one for me. I've done a a really amazing program through my naturopath called Healthy Habits and I did it for two weeks at the start of this year, actually. And there was just a few things in that that I've just kept doing outside of the two weeks challenge. So that was really cool because the whole program was designed around do things in this two week that we're advising you to do on the challenge and notice how many of them carry through. And that's the thing about habits, right? Like you do something for five, 10 days and all of a sudden you just can't live without it. And that's me and my lemon water after I don't have a super strict routine after that, to be honest, like, for example, I woke up at six 30 this morning um, to jump on a radio show and it's really hard to keep consistent as you said, but what I do find is I need to keep consistent with doing it at some point in the day. So you know, infrared saunas are a big one for me. My, my meditation, whether it be a 20 minute or a five minute, like I, I try and get it in as best as I can. My walks, particularly if it's good weather outside, I try and go, even if I'm really tired and I'm reaching the end of the day, I'm like, no, I need to get some fresh air. This will be good for me. So I do have a few things that I stick to, but yeah, it's just not always in a strict order. And I'm a weird one. I don't know if you've ever done like the what are they called? The value hierarchy. And one of them is uncertainty. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't like things to be like regimented and like strict. I don't like to be set in my ways. I don't like the same routine every day. I want like change. And I mean, you can probably tell you don't, most people don't even know where I live because they're like, girl, you're always somewhere different. And I'm like, that's how I like it. And that's why COVID has been somewhat easier for me to adapt with because I am very good at adapting and going with the flow. 100%. You sound like my husband. That's why we're on this bloody road trip on the road. Because 
him and I'm like, I just need a little bit of the same every day just to cope yes. because like I yes. don't love change. Like habitually I don't love change from my childhood. I like <laughs> to have a little bit of safety. I could live in the same house the rest of my life and have my grandkids mm. climb the tree out of that. Change is mm. like, that's boring, mate. He doesn't even want to buy a house for every week because he wants to be able to rent wherever we want and just like be free. It sounds like we, we sound like we, we would get along. Like, don't get me wrong, I do try and do the same thing on some days because I think you can get a little bit all over the shop if yeah. you're just too different. Um and there, yeah, there are some stages I go through where I'm a little bit more, okay, well, for the next few weeks I don't have any early media. So why don't I try and get in a habit of doing this, this, and this in the morning? But I'm definitely, yeah, pretty cruisy at going with the changes of my schedule. I love that. And also something that I've been working on is pairing habits so I mm. can double up on habits in any way without Gosh. them becoming like conflicting, for example, walking, listening to a podcast. Share a little bit. What have you learned the most in this season? Mm. You actually learned that maybe you wouldn't have or maybe wouldn't have been so activated mm. in your life if it wasn't for this lovely seabird that's traveling around. I think it'd be similar to most people in that just to enjoy the little things in life. I think that the industry I'm in often has people wondering what's next and actually people are constantly asking you what's next and there is this extreme pressure to you know constantly be working on something and any entrepreneur has that you know that feeling of what's next or has people constantly saying so hey like what do you what program you bringing out next like and you're like, hey, is the one I just dropped not enough? Come on. So right. I think that external and, you know, internal pressure because I'm like a, a high achiever, Virgo, want to get shit done, want to succeed, overachiever type mentality. Like it's just been really nice to have all expectations like dropped and people not constantly ask me what's going on. I actually did an interview a couple of days ago with the journalist and she was like, so what's like what's happening for the rest of the year? And that question can be, you know, a little bit triggering sometimes when you're in an industry where you don't know what you're doing next week and it feels like they always want to know what's next. And I was like, I don't know, what, what's up for the rest of your year? Like it, we're in the same boat. If we're, if we're allowed out, then things will happen. If we're not, we'll still be here. So it's actually been really nice in, in some ways. That's awesome. It's freeing for you. And it's like, you're still a human. You have a life. You have things mm. outside of your career and work. And I guess other people also like trying to anchor to that, live off the excitement of what your life's doing, where you're mm. going, what's the next thing mm. that's going to entertain us. Mm. People mm. just need to learn to be something I've been really yeah. working on. A lot of moment is our work is not our worth. Mm, and I, I went love that. Seriously, do you know how many women are so dictated by achievements and ranks mm -hmm. and roles mm -hmm. and promotions and all these yeah. things? I think it's great to have goals, but I've just been really sitting with like, man, I'm just a chick and if I watch grass grow for the rest of my life, I'm still the same boss chick. Like, yeah, it absolutely, absolutely. And that what's really interesting on that is I don't know why this has happened for me, whether it be the law of attraction or what, whatever coincidence, but I believe that when I relax and I am doing things for me, which involves being present in the moment, because if you're, if you're practicing self-love, there's got to be some sort of living in the moment. They're the times where I attract the biggest, most seemingly successful jobs to other people when I'm not 
trying to force them or hustle for them or be desperate for them. And I've just taken this whole new approach in the last few years of being like, whatever's meant to find me will find me. I'm so happy for every other woman for what they are achieving because that was what was meant for them. And I'm just going to work on keeping myself in my most positive, higher vibe state. And I know that what's meant for me will land in my lap. It's crazy how much more lands for me when I just relax. (laughs) Yeah, making your healthy treats on Instagram on TV and then you get an opportunity to do I'm like just chilling, oh, making like making a coconut ralph out of healthier ingredients. And I yeah, I get it's honestly it's a real thing. I don't know why. I believe it's probably the law of attraction and just if you're sitting in a state of of needing something rather than just like wanting or feeling that that you would really love that and that might be right for you if you feel like desperately needing something and you're chasing it and you're hustling yourself to the point of exhaustion like how is anything good going to come out of exhaustion and there's so many different opinions on that so I know that's not how some people approach it like I know a lot of people love that Gary V you've got to work all night you've got to work on weekends like that's that might work for some people it just doesn't work for me no 100% agree and I've recently had a session with my business coach and we're going to implement this whole thing through my business Mm. my life which my husband is just like yes where I'm going to do (laughs) six weeks on two weeks off so I'm going to take a two-week vacation every six weeks that's going to give you anxiety for the first time isn't it (laughs) no I'm actually really excited about it because I know that I can then be really intentional with my time in that six weeks and I can still achieve the same goals and Mm. I just took like a holiday if I can even say that this whole time out of Sydney has been a holiday it's been rather the opposite but the first time Mm. I felt like I took a holiday was in Palm Cove last week I came back into the podcast the business with a totally different energy and frequency so ramped up so full of life because I just took like 10 days to like lay by the pool drink cocktails I know all the people in New South Wales are like damn you right now but I just needed it and I had to just say like I'm worthy of this I don't know why I got so blessed to be in this place where I can do it but I got to own it and accept it and receive it otherwise I'm wasting it and I just want that for other people like I want other people to own their business not their business owns them or own your career Mm -hmm. not your career own you let's what's the point of freaking being alive I think COVID's really made us realize like what's my value what's my purpose what do I appreciate what do I value Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I love what you said about what's the point in in doing this and having this if I'm going to waste it. If you're on holidays or if you're taking an hour off work, take the hour off work. Like, please don't turn your phone on and start half writing back to an email or message when you're supposed to be having that hour for you. It's really important when you disconnect to like sever the cord and disconnect properly, not just like half tear it <laughs> terrible analogy <laughs> do you understand what i'm putting down <laughs> I'm, with you, I'm with you i get it hope you guys are loving this episode with tegan isn't she just real raw honest what you see is what you get she's a fab aussie girl and i'm really excited and she's inspired me and i hope she's inspired you that no matter what's happened in this season whether you're current career has been affected or what your career path looked like is now a little bit different 
how are you choosing to have the perspective of your situation? Like what has, you know, COVID and this pandemic shaken up for you? What has it restricted you in? But also in what way could it also pivot or reveal to you more about your other passions and goals or reveal to you more about other opportunities? Or in Tegan's case, she shifted the way she shared her content. She let go. She had some fun during COVID. She talked more about her lovely cooking and her treats, healthy treats with Tegan and just did all these really beautiful connecting healthy ways on her Instagram. And as a result, called in this beautiful opportunity, which has now just aired on TV. So they're the type of stories that I hope are inspiring you because if Tegan can do it, you can too. We're all just everyday gals that say yes to opportunities, have faith and believe anything is possible, which is the limitless life. So I hope any of you listening that have been pondering on your life goals or excited to start something new, I hope this gives you the confidence too as well. And even if it's a little bit left field from what you've ever done before, that doesn't mean it's not possible because you girl can do anything. And I'm so excited. So let's finish the rest of the episode with Tegan. And I would love it so much if you could share this episode with some of your girlfriends. Also be brave and share any of your business ideas with them or any of your dreams and goals. Write it down when you speak it out, magical things happen. Maybe it's starting an Instagram. Maybe it's changing the way you do your content. Maybe it's changing how you talk on your Instagram page, whatever it is. Girl, I believe in you and it's possible. All right, let's get back into it. Okay, so what's next for you? Like, let's put aside COVID. Pretend it doesn't exist. Like, what are the dreams and goals and desires and might not even be like career goals. Mm. It might just be things that you desire to do, like that you just kind of got buried in your heart and you're like, I'm going to put that on a shelf or when the time's right, I'm going to like keep that there. What's that for you in this next season? Uh, professionally, I'm really excited because I've sort of reached just now, as of tomorrow, my new show, which is a health show, launches on Seven Flicks. And that to me has been like the pinnacle of what I want in my professional career, what I have you know, been saying when people have said, what's your five-year goal? What's your dream job? Any of those questions has been, I would love my own health and wellness show. I'm so passionate about well-being, and I would love to be the host and, you know, act as that inquisitive person who gets to speak to experts, founders, people who really know their stuff in the health industry. I love being able to like be that inquisitive person that can just learn and, you know, be a sponge for information in that space. And that's why, you know, I love being in front of the camera and I love speaking, but in the health category, like that was like, honestly, the top of the top. Like I did not think I would achieve that as early as I I have. So we've just finished, almost finished filming and it goes to air tomorrow. That's like huge. So stumped me a little bit in regards to the career because I haven't been asked that since I've actually achieved my number one goal. So I have to stop and reset, maybe do some meditations and start to think of like maybe what's next in that space. But in regards to my personal life, I am half Kiwi. My mum's from New Zealand and I went to New Zealand quite a lot growing up, but I did a hairdressing apprenticeship from the age of 16 and I had no life from that point, apprenticeship. If anyone out there has done one, like it's 12 hour days, you don't go on holidays. It was really hard to get approved to do things like that. So I've, I kind of just stopped going back to to New Zealand and visiting family and I've kind of lost that connection with them. I There's a lot of cousins I have over there I don't know. And I just feel like there's a big part of my heart 
in New Zealand that I haven't been able to connect with yet. I'm at a point now where I feel I am you know, quite spiritually connected and that there's something there for me in regards to connecting with my family that I need, I need to delve into. Yeah, and if you can return to a place and you can see this mm. newfound beauty of the land or family, at the end of the day, like if motherhood's something you choose to do, like that's your legacy. Like that's mm. that's a mm. part of who you are, that's where you've come from. Like there's so many gold nuggets and joy that you can draw from that for your legacy and your future. I think that's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. That's yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> like it is, is a yeah. beautiful place of nature and adventure and you'll yeah. find something crazy to do over there, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I, I know I've got six um male cousins that used to live on a farm. I'm not sure where they are now. I'm sure they're all spread out across the country, but yeah, I'd love to go back and, and get back on the farm and, and just connect with some of those um family members. Oh, that's awesome. And I love when you mentioned about the TV show, the little snippet that I've seen that's obviously on your social media. I can just tell you're having fun. Like yeah. you look really I relaxed. You look relaxed where I'm sure there's other hosting or media opportunities where you've had to maybe be in a bit of a different, more professional mode or mm-hmm. even just walking, hold your body language a different way. But this time you're just like chilling out on like yeah. the top of a fence and you're just like yeah. hanging out and like – even your hair and your clothes, it looks fun and easy. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. It was honestly a dream job. And I feel like, you know, when you have work in any industry that might not be as familiar to you, because it's not something you read about every day. Like I'm reading journal articles every day because I find that fun health journal articles. Like people find me crazy, but other people really relate. But yeah, I do really speak quite confidently and with ease in regards to any health topics. And that just made the whole thing so much fun because I didn't have to be overly scripted. I knew what questions I wanted to ask. Everything was coming from the heart. And that was really beautiful because as you said, sometimes you do need to be a little bit more prepared and scripted for other things that might not come as naturally to you. And that's why it it's my favorite job to date because I just didn't have to try too hard. It was all just channeled in the moment. You're in your genius zone. Have you heard of that? Ooh, genius zone. Love that. I read this amazing book. I think I have heard of the genius zone. The Big Leap. Have you heard of the Big yeah, Leap? By I haven't read it, but I've heard of the genius zone. Someone's mentioned that at like a self-development workshop or something. It was just like revolutionary for me because so many people can be really good at what they do and they can rock up to their day job and they might be billionaires, millionaires, they might be in media, whatever it is. They haven't really hit that sweet spot where they're Mm. just glowing. Yeah. And I just feel like maybe this is just your little genius. Maybe it is. I love that. Where you're just yeah. like 100% excitement and dreamland and frequency yeah. embodied the whole opportunity. Yeah, which- that's funny you say that because I've had a few people lately when I've jumped on to be a guest um, host or be interviewed or whatever it may be, just, uh, you know, following up the interview saying thank you so much the energy you brought to that was so incredible. And it's just like, I've, I've had, everyone has people say that everyone's in their flow at certain points in their life, but I've had that a lot lately. Like people will come off and be like, the energy you bring and brought to that was insane. And I guess, yeah, it is because I'm starting to speak more to the things that I'm passionate about. Which is awesome. 
So if there was any parting words you could leave for the beautiful listeners today, I feel like my impression of you, if I can say this, (laughs) has always been someone right back from Miss Universe days, we haven't let things stop you. Like you Mm. haven't let fear stop you. Even if you maybe were afraid or nervous or it was a really big thing in that season, every season can feel big. I just feel like you've always given it a go and just been like whatever will be will be and you've just never let those things stop you. And I think this season you've done it again with this new opportunity. You haven't let Mm. it stop you. You've just risen above. You've said yes essentially to something Mm. brand new, health space, haven't done it before. What about all the other listeners out there that are just, they have dreams and desires and things in their heart. It could be a new business. It could be starting a podcast. It could be... Mm a hobby like everyone's just got these creative things inside them Mm. give them some inspiration Tegan because I just don't want people come out of this season and they're like I wished I'd followed that or I wish I didn't let Mm. COVID set me back or I just Mm. wished I followed my heart yeah I love that well I guess I would say there's a what's the thing I sometimes say to myself will I have essentially just will I have more regret if I do it and it goes wrong or if I never had have tried. And I can specifically speak to the third time I did Miss Universe Australia. I'd come second twice. Like it was highly likely I was going to, you know, come off third, fourth, fifth, sixth or seventh or maybe even last, who knows, and almost taint that feeling of having come second twice, which everyone thought was a great achievement. But I thought, will I regret if I do it again and I come 10th and I sort of like feel like I've lost that, you know, feeling of greatness of coming second or will I regret it more if I just don't try at all and I'm left with the thought of you did so well in Miss Universe Australia twice. You were clearly someone that stood out and was doing well uh, in that competition and I just walked away and didn't give it one last shot before I was like at an age where I was becoming a little bit too old (laughs) to try. So, yeah, I just think, I would have, I woke up one day and I thought I will 100% regret this more if I'm left with a complete unknown than if I'm like finished off and sealed with a, this wasn't meant for you. You didn't come second. You came seventh this time. It's not for you. The other thing on that is, you know, just putting yourself out there and being clear on what you want. But if it doesn't work, setting your intentions again, like going back to square one and going, okay, that didn't work because that wasn't meant for me, but something is meant for me. And I'm not going to find it just by sitting here doing nothing and stressing about the fact that path didn't work. hundred percent. I totally, I love all of that. And I think even for myself in this season, every single time I've said yes, even if I was a little bit afraid, my motto is do it. Even if you're afraid. Mm. Um, I I remembered it. Sorry, I cut you off. Are you more scared of changing or nothing changing? Are you more scared of changing? changing. So that's in regards to anything. Like often I'll be sort of like, you can become stuck in a funk of like have been doing the same thing. You're like, okay, I need something new in my business. I need to start speaking to a different space or I need different clients because I'm not resonating with these ones anymore or I can't wake up doing the same shit anymore, (laughs) right? Are you more scared of changing? and leaping out there and trying something new or of doing that every day for the rest of your life of doing what you're currently doing. And I feel like if you ask a lot of people that question, they'll be able to relate it back to some area of their life where they're like, like 
thinking that, that they might not be in the right place and that they might not or they might not be with the right partner or they might not have the right job or they might not have the right friendship circle. They might be starting to feel that they can't keep going the way they're going in that area of life, but they're too scared to take the leap and go, you know what, I'm going to start going and putting myself out there and try and make some new friends because these ones aren't lighting me up anymore. They're actually making me feel pretty crap about myself. Or, you know what, this is going to be scary as hell quitting my job and leaving this company that sort of got me sucked in and brainwashed into thinking I need to work for them. This is going to be really scary, but there's something better for me and I'm going to give it a crack. What have you got to lose? The only thing that's going to be worse is nothing changing. And as I keep saying, what could be worse than COVID right now? Like honestly, like giving something a go and having another focus. Like, yeah, like we've already hit like a point where things are pretty crappy. Like you giving a go of something and like step, like I know I was just talking to a girl this morning and she's trying to decide what she does with her particular career path. And I was like, you've got that place that you said you wanted to go in the country. Like, why don't you just pack up and go to the country and just Mm, do something mm crazy during this year I wouldn't even be thinking about doing something crazy like that because it's already crazy yeah and that's the other thing I love that is it's one thing to say change because you're not happy with what you're doing but the next question people have is how do I change and it's not always going to be really clear to you what the next step is or what the other career choice is or what, what, who the other partner romantic partner is going to be or who the new friendship circle could be but you're not going to figure it out unless you remove yourself from the current situation and start putting yourself out there in different areas or with different people so that you can figure out what it is that you do want. So if you're kind of in that stage of life where you're feeling like you're not happy and you want change, but you're not sure where you want to go or what you want to do, either start doing things on the side for example, if it's a career, if start doing things on the side, start doing extracurricular activities, do Toastmasters, go and volunteer somewhere, like put yourself out there on the side of your job if you still need an income or if you can, quit the job, create heaps of space and then really go put yourself out there, go to job interviews, speak to people, tell people you want a career change. You've got to put yourself out there. And like I say to so many people, you don't need to know the exact details of the how. You yes, just need to acknowledge 100%. that you're not happy with the now. Yes. Remove yeah. that from your life, whatever that may look like. Take a risk if it's financially or time mm-hmm. or with your family. Mm-hmm. Get your whole family involved because it's a joint decision. Yeah. And allow the how to come by walking in faith or trust or whatever your belief is because it will come, it will outwork itself naturally by the new energy that you step into. But I think people get caught up on the how and then they don't because they're obsessed with knowing the future and every single little detail. Like We're not meant to know. If I knew right now what I was doing five years ago, I would have said no. I would have said, Mm. I'm not down. Like we're actually not meant to always know the future because we'll be freaking scared and we won't do it. 100%. I love that. I have definitely been, uh, I've fallen into that trap of trying to figure it all out. My mum's always said, ever since you're a little girl, you've always wanted to know how it's all going to work and what's going to play out and how you should approach it. And it must be the Virgo in me or something. I don't know. I really want to like, I'm so not, I'm so free and like adventurous, as we said at the start and go with the flow. But then there's parts of me that like, probably particularly with me, it's like my career because that's high on my list of priorities. 
I'm like, okay, how do I figure this out? What do I want to do? But as I said, I've just let go of a lot of that over the last few years. Once I have started delving into this personal development work and figuring myself out and what works for me and yeah, like taking action, but also like just trusting is a big one. Just trusting that it is all unfolding as it's supposed to. And as long as you're taking aligned action and you're actually not just sitting there watching, you know, television, eating popcorn and saying, well, why is nothing changing? Everything's going to, you know, be happening exactly as it's supposed to be as long as you're giving it a red hot crack. So good. All the feels, all the feels today. What are some other things that are just bringing you joy? Is it you can't wait to get back to Newcastle to see your family? Is it you trying to do some fun things with your friends where permitted based on the rules? Like what's some other things that balance out the career, Tegan, go get up and just chill out and have fun? Yeah, I am a massive homebody in regards to my friends and family, my family home. I still will go to my parents' house and have like a three-night sleepover, which is why you might have thought that I still lived at my family's because I'm always staying there. I just love my friends and family. They make me so happy and I am getting really homesick at the moment. So um I'm ready. I'm ready to come home. It's just not, it's not as easy as it always has been for me to flip back and forth. But yeah, love being, love being at home, love being at the beach. If I am going through anything, it's straight to the beach, straight to the ocean. My dad's exactly the same. He's a surfer. My brother's a surfer. I've just grown up with that whole mentality of just going to the beach, getting some salt water, even if it's just on your feet in winter, it just brings me back to like the best state of mind. Love that. Well, we're so excited for the release of the show Thank tomorrow. You. 11 a.m. tomorrow, seven flicks for the next eight weeks. Ooh. Eight joyful weeks of living in travel land, exploring <laughs> the great unknown where yes. stuck some of us in COVID. <laughs> but we can dream again because some of the locations that you're going to, some of the people you're speaking to, some things you're seeing, we can put that on our travel dream list. We can Absolutely. add that to the things that we desire to do. So I think the show is going to bring lots of inspiration back to people, remind them about mm-hmm. how beautiful Australia is and what's yeah. out there because I think we can get so obsessed with travelling overseas. We forget how freaking awesome the country we live in actually is. So true, so true. And and on top of you know, the amazing travel segments, there's also really cool segments that relate to things that may be able to contribute to your well-being at home, like having an infrared sauna at home and what what are the benefits around having one at home and how that works for people. So there's there's a bit of something for everyone. And yeah, I think it's going to be um, really inspiring for some. Cool. Love it. Well, I can't wait to follow along and mm-hmm. I just love what you're doing. I think you're so in your genius zone. You're just mm-hmm. high vibe frequency, being your authentic, true self. And I'm excited for what's next for you. And even if that's just vegging out with popcorn and like watching trashy show because you've just killed it in a massive <laughs> I'm excited to, and I will cheer you on in that season too because thank you that season is important <laughs> yeah there's like a downtime to that like there is doing absolutely full on like you just need to go home and be with your fam put your bikini on yeah and just like make your favorite charge up for the next big thing <laughs> that's what I like to call it Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming. And I know there'll be so many women and men that can take something from today's episode and just be a little more joyful and a little more lighter in this week. So I'm excited and thank you so much. Thanks, gorgeous. Nice to be here. And I uh, hope everyone has a lovely day whenever they tune into this potty. (laughs) Bye. Bye. 
thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bell and Beyond. Mama, I know you're so busy and your time is precious. So I hope today's episode has left you feeling more empowered around your choices and that your voice matters. If you have loved this week's episode, make sure you subscribe and get all the weekly updates. It would also be so awesome if you could leave a five-star review for this independently run podcast produced by this mama herself. And if you've had all the feels today and a mum's popped into your mind, jump over, send her a DM or share it on your stories. That would be the absolute best. If you have any questions at all, connect with me over on my Instagram at bellyandbeyond underscore and let's write or rewrite your story of motherhood together.